0: Hey there, Traveller, and welcome to Peace in the Promise pod. I'm your host, Marembé, aka Peace in the Promise, and I am so glad that you found your way here. It's my hope that, through the sharing of my many tales and stories of roads travel, you may come to know that you are not alone in this walk, and that peace truly is attainable right now, whether you are in the wilderness or in the land of promise. Happy listening, and remember that every experience is unique. Alright, hello, hello, hello guys and welcome to another episode of Peace in the Promise Pod. I am Marembé, I am your host and guys, I'm feeling really good today. I'm feeling funky fresh, I have just made an Uber Eats delivery order I'm feeling so blessed and so thankful to be alive and I just pray that you can also feel the same joy and the same gratitude that I'm feeling today. Like, for real, it's crazy, crazy. I'm just going to title this Porridge and you will understand why when I share this following story, but I just want to share a story with you guys and I guess there's like a a message and an encouragement in it. Um, But long story short, when I was pregnant with my firstborn, um, My mom, my mom-in-law, she was like, um, she would always say, oh, "You know what? You need to make porridge. You need to make maize maize porridge, and you know, you need to drink it, and it will really help with your milk supply, and all of that stuff." And then she would always say, "You know, you're not gonna have porridge." But me, I'm like, I don't, I'm not keen on porridge. I mean, like, I don't hate it, but I just, I don't know. I didn't really, I don't know. I just didn't really drink it, and I was just like, "No, I don't want to have porridge. I don't want to have porridge." So we just kind of had a running joke, like whenever I would go to the house, I think like mom and dad, they'd be like, no, you're going to have porridge, you are going to make you drink porridge. And I'd be like, no, I'm not having porridge, you can't make me. So then um, my son came and then, you know, she'd be like, are you having porridge? And I think I had porridge a couple of times, but I was like, I don't need porridge, I don't want porridge. Um, and my milk supply, like, when I had my son, it was quite... Like, it was a lot, a lot. It was abundant. It was overflowing, to say the least. So I was like, I don't need porridge. I'm fine. Um, so then, <laughs> then... um. Then anyway, so yeah. Then later on, then I get pregnant with my second born, my daughter. And then I have her. And my milk supply is still, you know, it's still decent. But I did noticed that there wasn't you know I didn't have an overflow like I did with my son so I was kind of like okay cool but we're still good we're still Gucci I'm still able to pump and you know you have some like lots left over and stuff anyway but then you know I think it was about a month or so ago I was so naughty, and I was doing the mom thing of when you wake up and you're just doing everything for everyone else, and then you're kind of forgetting about yourself. And then it's like twelve o'clock, and you're like, "Whoops, I've not had breakfast." So (laughs) I did. I just was not eating well for about two or three days, and then by day two or three, I noticed a significant drop in my milk supply. I just knew that my milk had like it was it was dwindling. And I could tell just because, you know, me, I know my body and my daughter, she was getting fussy like she was feeding, like she was kind of like, "Ah," like, why isn't there like as much there? And I was freaking out. I was like, man, no, this has never happened to me before. I've always had so much milk. Why is the milk gone? And then I knew, cause I hadn't been eating well. And I was, so, I was freaking out. Cause I was like, I don't want to wean her yet. I don't want to give her formula or anything like that. So I, was, so I was, I was, I was, I was not in a good way. I was so upset. I was telling my husband. I was like, anyway, so then guess what I did? Guess what my behind did? I went in my cupboard, I picked that maize flour and I made a whole pot of porridge. That's what I did. <laughs> what I said that I wouldn't need and I wouldn't use and I wouldn't do, I did it. In a time of desperation, I took on the knowledge and the wisdom and the advice that my mum had told me. <laughs> and guess what? by the evening, by the next day, my milk was back. It was back in business. It was popping. It was overflowing. It was great. (laughs) I share all that to just encourage us that, you know what? It is hard to receive advice at times. You know, that one, you know, that might not be a drastic story. It was more of a funny one, but let's just be real. Like sometimes it's, it's hard to receive advice and we don't like it because it's like, what do you mean? Why do you why are you telling me something that I already know? Or why are you telling me something that I don't need? Or why are you telling me something that doesn't apply to me? Let me speak for myself. I know I'm a youngest child. So even though God has really built me and is maturing me still in that area of receiving advice, internally, I am still very rebellious and I still resist a lot like inside. So it can be hard to receive advice, especially when it's concerning, you know, like, yourself or something or someone that you're responsible for so like your kids um but anyway I think I just the moral that I got from this story is that you know what sometimes not even just in parenting just in life in general sometimes we will receive advice and in that moment in the moment we don't understand it or we don't like it or we don't think it applies or we don't think it's relevant or we're like this is outdated or whatever 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 and you for whatever reason, You don't accept the advice, but I tell you what, not just this experience, but so many other experiences of my life, like I will go through something and I find myself in a time of desperation, you draw upon that advice that you were told and it really just applies and it comes through in that moment. So sometimes it, you know, the advice that we receive, it isn't for us in that moment, sometimes it's something for us to just really pocket and you know draw upon later on in future when the time calls for it so that's just an encouragement to you maybe you've received some advice from somebody maybe you're just like oh why is this person trying to tell me everything and whatever but like you know what like yeah fair enough we're grown people you don't have to accept everyone's advice and you know I guess we shouldn't because not everybody (laughs) has the greatest advice or motives but I tell you what some things it's it's worth putting a little tab on it or just like you know maybe just putting it in your pocket in your back pocket and just seeing like you know what maybe this will actually come in handy one day you don't understand it now but in time you will and I have seen that happen in my own life and it continues to happen in my own life over and over and over again so (laughs) that's just a little encouragement for us and just in addition to that I think it's so important that we do have that community um kind of mindset I think we can often get stuck in that mindset of like no one needs to tell me anything I'll just figure it out myself I don't need help I don't need anyone but I tell you what from having my two kids God has humbled me immensely <laughs> you know like sometimes obviously you know I, I always give myself grace I'm learning to give myself grace now because you know with my firstborn, I'm like I've never been through this before I was literally like the first person in my family to have a kid. I'm the youngest and I'm like, I had never been with babies. So I was literally learning on the go with my son. Um, So I was very uptight about so many things because I was like, you know, I'm learning and, you know, I want to get this right and I want to be, you know, the parent that I want to be, you know, I don't want to just start doing what everyone else wants me to do. I needed to establish that confidence as a mother um, for myself, but in the same way I overwhelmed myself a lot in the same way I exhausted myself and I didn't, you know, I I just thought that I couldn't reach out for help or I couldn't make use of the help that I had because I was like, no, I have to do everything myself and I don't want to take on, you know, what everyone else is saying. I want to do it like my way and why is everyone telling me what to do and all of that, you know, the new fresh mum feels So, I think it's just an encouragement that, you know what, it's okay to need people, and it's okay to take on the advice of somebody, even if you were like, oh, I really just don't want to take this advice because, you know, this person's frustrating me, and why are they telling me all this stuff? You know, a lot of people, though, yes, lots of people, um, you know, they have ill intent, but I think a lot of the time, if it's somebody that loves you, if it's somebody that really has your best interests, like... Just, you know, pocket that advice and just take, you know, just, you know, take it, take it, even if you're taking it with resistance, you'll be like, just take it, put it on the bench. You know, you might refer to it later on. It might come in handy later. And, you know, I think it's important for us to acknowledge the wisdom of those that have gone before us, because I always say like, even if, you know, not everyone knows everything, but those that are older than us, our elders, they always have the advantage, so to speak of life experience. So we might be, I don't know, well read and all of this, I've gone to school, I've done this, I've done that, but those who have come before us, they will always have the advantage of having life experience. It doesn't mean that we are any less valuable or that we can't think of things on our own. No, but I've something I've learned especially in my parenting and receiving the wisdom and advice from my mum and my mum-in-law like You know, they always have the advantage of life experience. So whether they've tried something one way and it didn't work, so they're giving you the advice from that, or they've tried something and it worked for them and they're giving you the advice of that, it might not work for you, but hey, it might. So you might as well pocket it because we're all trying to get (laughs) as much help as we can in this parenting season. Am I right? Can I get an amen? Yes, amen. (laughs) But anyway, that's literally all I was going to share today. It's just a quick encouragement that like, you know, don't forsake the advice of your elders and even like your friends and those that really love you. Um, sometimes it's hard to hear. Like even me, I struggle. I hate, I hate criticism. Like internally, like I can, I'll receive it, but inside, because I, or, I'm already so critical of myself, I'll beat myself up and I'll analyze and analyze it again. But you know, I'm learning and I'm getting better in that area of just you kind of not, you know, taking it on as if it's like the world is ending and I'm a horrible person. But, you know, I think it's good to just heed the advice of others and, you know, sometimes there is, even if you don't like 100% of what they've said, maybe 5% of it, you know, is based on truth, maybe 95% is based on truth. So, you know, you might as well, you know, take it and whether you use it or not in future, all good, then you can bin it if you don't need it but... You might as well take it in case you need it, then you can draw upon it, right? But yes, that is all. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Make sure that you check out my website, peaceinthepromise.com. Check out my Instagram, which is peaceinthepromise.hq. And check out my Facebook, which is Peace in the Promise, and also my YouTube, which is the same name. And yeah, be encouraged. It's a great day to be alive. It is an amazing day to live and thrive, regardless of whether you were in the wilderness or in the promised land, there is still purpose in you, right? When something is buried, it's not dead. When the, when a seed is buried, rather, it's not dead. It's just giving it an opportunity to grow and bring forth new life, right? So, God bless you guys. Have the best day ever. Until the next podcast. source from Exxon Music.